Welcome to another episode of Madam Xanadu, presented by Don't Sue Us, Please, a cinematic adventure for your ears that tells mysterious tales by fans and for fans. Don't Sue Us, Please is a binaural podcast. We strongly recommend using headphones. For more, stay tuned after the episode. Unafraid. Definitely not Brittany or Brianna. Who else would do that? It's so messed up. You didn't tell your mom, did you? Are you kidding? My mom won't even let me have a mirror in my room. She thinks it'll make me too vain and I'll turn away from Jesus. At least it's not a naked pic, right? It's worse. Why would anyone post that stuff? Brianna swore to me it wasn't her. And you believe her? She used to be my friend, Ashley. Used to be, Rebecca. She's not that bad. She told Chad that I liked him. And then she stole my notebook and showed everyone the poems I'd written to him. And that stupid site where I put them online. It's not that bad, Ash. Give it two weeks and no one will even remember. Do you remember Heather? Heather? Wasn't she the one who peed her pants during a geometry test? See? No one forgets anything. My poems are all over Facebook by now. My life is over. You're being a drama queen, Ashley. I just wish I could do something to her. To all of them. Now you're really being weird. I am not. Shoot, I gotta go. My mom will kick my butt if I'm not home in ten minutes. You live next door. Sometimes the elevator's slow. And if I'm not... In the door. She'll ground me. Text me later, Ash. Stupid Brianna. Stupid Brittany. I wish I could hurt you send someone to rip you apart. I'm never using a notebook again. I'm never posting my poems again. I bet I could find someone on Craigslist to beat you up. How I Want to Hurt You by Ashley Green. Brianna and Brittany. Other words that begin with B. Bloody. Broken. Bitches, beg, bread without manners, bread without mercy, beg for mercy, burnt, blistered, battered, bloody, bloody, what else? (laughs) Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Nothing. Figures. Nothing ever happens. 
central city, I need to refuel to keep up my speed. Nothing satisfies my craving or yours like a trip to Big Belly Burger. They're up all night, every night, which means they even keep a superhero's schedule like yours and mine. Hello? You can pick up my Is anyone here? Enter freely and unafraid. Oh, I didn't see you there. I am Madame Xanadu. How may I help you? It's stupid. I shouldn't be here. And why is that, Mrs. Green? How did you know my name? I didn't say it. Didn't you? I must have. Please sit. Would you like some tea? No, thank you. Perhaps you'd like to tell me why you're here. I believe in God, madame. I think that this occult nonsense is just that. Nonsense. It's just that... I respect your faith, Mrs. Green. My daughter... My daughter is dead. She was killed two days ago, and I just... I need to speak with her. I can pay you. That's not necessary. I don't accept payment for my services. Your daughter... What was her name? Ashley. She was very kind. I know she was a bit sheltered compared to some of her schoolmates, but I wanted to protect her. I didn't, though, did I? I didn't protect my daughter. I'm certain you did the best by her. Can you help me speak to her? Please, shuffle the cards. Pick any card you like, Mrs. Green. Here. The Wheel of Fortune. Reversed. External forces. Mrs. Green, how did Ashley pass? That's the thing, madam. Her, her throat was cut. The police... The police think it was suicide. Her room was locked, you see. The window, the door... But I know my daughter. Ashley would never hurt herself. She loved life. She was kind and gentle. I know she'd been having some trouble at school with some of the other girls, but nothing that was serious. Nothing she'd take her own life for. She knows that's a sin. What was Ashley's mood on her last night? She was fine. She and her friend Rebecca were doing some schoolwork. Rebecca went home around eight. I see. Will you help me talk to my daughter? I am not a medium, Mrs. Green. I do provide spiritual advice when I can, but I may be able to help. How? How can you help me? I must consult my cards, though. Perhaps I could come to your home. I just want to talk to my daughter again. I will do what I can to help, but I can make no guarantees. Bless you. Come, Mrs. Green. We must see what we can discover. I haven't touched anything, except the sheets. I changed them. When I found her, she was lying on the bed, right there with her computer. Does she have a jewelry box, Mrs. Green? A small one, yes. Just over here on her desk.
This is quite lovely. That was my grandmother's ring. What stone is this? Topaz? Yes. It was her birthstone. And mine as well. I gave it to her for her 13th birthday. Lovely. I just want someone to tell me why. Why is my child dead? Mrs. Green, there's something here. Something... What? This. Her computer? May I see this? Of course. I checked it every night when... Every night. I wanted to make sure she wasn't doing anything wrong. Anything untoward. And you said a friend of hers was here. Rebecca. Her best friend. She would come over after school and stay here while her mother was at work. She left every night at 8.15 p.m. She's a good girl. I never minded having her here. Mrs. Green, was Ashley a rebellious child? Restless? Never. She was quiet. Shy. The only time she ever talked back to me was when I told her she couldn't date for another year. I see. I met my husband when I was very young. Too young. I wanted to protect Ashley from making the same mistakes I made. I understand. That was the only time. Other than that, she's a good girl. Was. Was a good girl. She didn't do well in math, but she likes history and English and art. She wrote poems. She sounds like a wonderful child. She is. Was. I'll never get used to her being gone. It feels like... A part of me died with her. Mrs. Green, I'd like to take Ashley's laptop, if you don't mind. No? I'll get it back? Yes, I'll be in touch soon, Mrs. Green. Thank you for stopping by, madame. This episode of Don't Sue Us, Please is brought to you in part by the Golden City Comic Convention 1978. Hello, I'm Simon Trent. Most of you know me as the Grey Ghost every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. on PBS. In August of 1970, the Golden City Comic Convention had their first show. In the last eight years, it's grown from one day with 300 attendees to a weekend-long show that has over a 1,000 guests. This year, I'll be there, signing autographs, shaking hands, and saying hello to all my fans. The show will be August 19th and 20th, 1978, in the San Francisco Convention Center. And don't forget The Grey Ghost Season 3, September 13th, on your local PBS station. I hope you'll join me, all your other fellow fans, and some amazing comic book and superhero actors. Beware the Grey Ghost. But have a heck of a time at the Golden City Comic Convention 1978. Mr. Cora, there's a woman in your office. She's been waiting for about ten minutes. Why'd you let her into my office, Julia? She... 
Well, she was very insistent. I pay you to handle all the inquisitive people, Miss Madden. For God's sakes, you once kept Bruce Wayne on hold for 20 minutes. <laughs> that was fun. She... So, well, frankly, the woman Ted, in my office, did she me. have a gun? A gun I could have handled. I figured. Is she pretty? She is. She's not my type, but she might be yours. Why are you even looking? Aren't you still dating what's-her-name? You know her name, Ted. Donna. You know you really like her. A photographer. Talk about scary. Hi. Can I help you? Mr. Cord, my name is Madame Xanadu. Okay. And what can I do for you? You know about computers. Yes. I mean, I'm more of a research and development kind of guy, but sure. I need your help. I'm pretty busy. There was a young girl who died a few days ago. The police believe she committed suicide. Her mother believes she was murdered. I'm not a detective. I might be able to introduce you to someone. This is beyond normal. Wait, I know you. Well, not you. I've heard of you. I've heard you're not one to get involved. I don't, Mr. Cord. Then I'm a little lost as to why you're here. Yes, I've heard that you play Lost. Excuse me? People may think of you as a fool, but I can see that you're not. Thanks? I see you play chess, Mr. Cord. Yes, Sometimes. I mean, I play with an online friend. You have the beetle scarab, Mr. Cord. Excuse me? I know you believe in magic, but I need someone who understands technology. Okay. That's you. I'm busy. You also have the beetle scarab and understand that magic exists. You have a connection to both realms. I really... Tell me the story. Ashley Green was killed. I was in her room, and there was magic there. She had no talismans, no totems, nothing was fully manifested there, but there was one object that had a mystical aftertaste to it. So? What was it? Her computer. What? Her computer has the scent of magic about it. How is that possible? I don't know. Magic and science don't really get along. Magic is a heightened science. Okay, I can see that. I need someone who understands both. I don't really understand magic. But you believe in it. I've seen things. What can you tell me about this computer? What do you need to know? Her mother said she wrote poetry. Yes. Ouch. Bad poetry. Oh? Very angsty. I can imagine. You don't strike me as the angsty type. I'm not. That's why I said I could imagine. No real social media presence. That's what her mother said. But it looks like she had a site she posted them on under a different screen name. Problem is, someone found those poems and posted them to social media sites, including Facebook. According to Ashley's emails, it was... Oh, this girl. Brianna. Mean girl. Do you know her full name? Brianna Lawson. And where is she? One second. I'll get her address. Yes. Whoa. What? According to a news report this morning, she's dead. How? Her throat was cut. Well, how is this possible? I don't know. 
Was anyone else involved in this scandal? Meaning? Were any other children involved in posting the poetry? Let's see. One other girl, Amanda McKinnon. Are there any reports on her death? Morbid much? It's important. Nope, nothing on her. Good, then perhaps we have time to stop her death. Wait, isn't this just a coincidence? Things happen. Two girls who knew each other, both dead, both mysteriously. Okay, so... What else is on this computer? There must be something. I can run some diagnostics, but it's not as quick as looking at someone's browsing history or breaking into a teenager's Facebook page. Fine. Have you ever heard of magic coming through a computer? Never. It's not impossible, certainly, but I can't even think of what type of magical creature would trust a computer. Computers are trustworthy. Are they? Computers do what we tell them to do. I see. No, you don't. Don't get mad. I'm just saying I can tell by your face you don't. Perhaps. Think of a computer as a trusty servant. You ask them to do something, and you give them the means to do it. So, let's say you need to find a spell to turn a man into a dog. I know of several. Okay. Several? Yes. Why is there more than one? There is more than one type of magic, and each spell is different. But the end result is the same. Some of the spells allow the man to retain his human understanding and even communicate. Some of the spells allow total understanding, but don't allow the dog to communicate in any way. Some actually allow transformation back and forth. Okay, that seems like a bad example. Perhaps. Let's say I need to figure out the probability of a meteor hitting my building. Better. I can tell the computer how to calculate those odds, and then I can go have a cup of coffee while the computer figures it out. A demon hiding in the computer? Or something that was summoned accidentally. Rituals need to be very specific. Sure, but maybe it was an accident. How would it be possible to accidentally summon a demon? Do you know how often people talk out loud? Excuse me? When we're by ourselves, we talk out loud more than we realize. Did your computer tell you that? Touché. So let's say she was reading something on the computer out loud. Could be someone sent her an email or she clicked on something. She thought it was a giggle and started to read out loud. And then the demon popped out. Sure, could be. To give a demon full manifestation would require more than simple recitation of a spell. Yeah, what you said. Duh, of course. Damn, I'm an idiot. The computer has a camera. Her camera wasn't on. So we can't see what she was doing? Oh, ye of little faith. The camera recorded her even though it was off? What can I say? I'm just that good. The privacy. No such thing anymore, madam. Should I call you madam, or do you actually have a first name? What did their camera record? Hold on, okay. Not the best recording, but... Bread out manners, bread without mercy, beg for mercy, burnt, blistered, battered, bloody, bloody... Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Nothing.
ever Dear God. No! Damn you, Mary! You know Mary? Bloody Mary? The computer screen. Yeah? It's reflective. But it's not a mirror. So Mary wasn't able to manifest completely. But she can manifest somewhat physically because of the reflection. She's just limited by the computer itself. And Ashley's anger brought her through. Damn. And that's why Brianna died just after Ashley. You think Mary's going to attack Ashley's enemies? Or perhaps everyone in Ashley's computer. Hold on. What are you doing? Hold on. Oh, man. What? Ashley, or I guess Ashley's computer, sent an email to all of her contacts. How many? About 500. What have I done? This is my fault. What do you mean your fault? Mary was a vampire hundreds of years ago. She was killed by her lover, but her spirit was so angry it clung to the physical world and refused to move on. And? I was arrogant and foolish. When I became aware of her restless spirit, I first tried to reason with her, and when that did no good, I tried trapping her. In a magic mirror? Mirrors have power, Mr. Cord. It was generations before I realized she was able to come through and manifest herself for an evening at a time. I couldn't undo the spell without making it worse. This is all my fault. So, let's fix it. Most of Ashley's contacts are here in the city. But not all. No. And the more she kills, she could become powerful enough to actually manifest herself. You'd know more about that than I would. But now whenever anyone opens the email... How can we call her back? I'm not sure if we can. Can we just call her up, like in a real mirror? If she's trapped in the computer... That means that she's in cyberspace and we have no way of pulling her out. There must be a way of fixing this. Okay, we can do this. I can't just yank the emails from everyone's account. Too many different servers. Perhaps we could... Forward the email here... And then we can trap her. Any plan on how? I'm certain we'll think of something in the moment. My friend Booster thinks like that. And how does that turn out for him? Generally, it ends up with both him and me getting punched. Repeatedly. Fortunately, Mary is more of a slasher. You really do have a sense of humor. You ready? Stand back. You as well. Don't worry about me. Wireless keyboard. I do, Mary. You again! Come closer, woman! I can't quite reach your throat! I think not, Mary. You two really made an impression on each other. I must say, madam, I like it in here. So many young girls to say hello to. You'll stop your killing now. Why should I? So much fun! So many throats to cut! Why would you- They deserve it! Mortal scum! Ready to steal Andrew from me. Your husband, I'm guessing? They would have stolen him from me! Don't try to reason with her. She's beyond rational thought. He loved me, truly. Look at what he did for me! He 
He made me live forever. And then he killed you as you became more wicked. He loved me, you horrid woman. I know he did. And you betrayed everything he believed in. I did it for him. So he would know I loved him. I didn't just say I would kill for him. I proved it. And those women would try to tempt him. They all wanted something from him. I didn't. I wanted him. But they'd tempt him. They would flash him their smiles. One went so far to show him her ankle. The hussy. Her ankle? She would have infected him with her sickness. Her sickness? She would have led him down the path to his damnation. Her slatternly ways, her evil. Her sickness. Don't you see why I did it? I I had to protect him. You killed them all. So many young girls. Of course I did. They would call to me. They called in their mirrors. Some did it at the lark. Some were angry when they summoned me. I didn't care. I was more than happy to kill them all. What did you do with them? I had so little time to savor what I'd done. Some I left to rot in the streets. I wanted to stay and watch the crows peck out their eyes, but I was always pulled away. The others are gone, Mary. Your husband is gone, as are you. Those hypocrites! Human beings are the most vile, cruel animals alive, worse than any demon. You should have left this plane of existence, Mary. I didn't. I was trapped here. Your hatred traps you here. You can let go, Mary. No, woman, I'm not trapped. As long as there are girls to kill, I'm quite happy. I find it difficult to believe you were ever a human being, Mary. Even after all I've done, I know he loves me. Love. He loves me! Your love is destructive. My love has lasted an eternity. Um, excuse me? No, I won't. I won't be with you. You're trying to tempt me. Actually, no. I mean, first of all, you're dead. You'll be too soon. Along with all those little harlots. Do you know much about computers, Mary? Computers? Do you know where you are? I'm trapped. But it doesn't matter. I can kill so many from here. Any little temptress who comes close enough to me will die. And they all seem to be close enough. See, that's the thing. You're not actually going to kill anyone else. I'll kill them all. Nope. You see, crazy lady, to a computer, you're just a virus. And viruses can be removed. What are you doing to me? First, we're isolating you. Firewall, bitch. No. I'll kill you first, all of you! Then we're gonna put you on a thumb drive. No! Bloody Clothes Network wins again, Bloody Mary. Here, Madam X, I think this is yours. She's trapped. Near as I can tell, yes. She shouldn't be able to get out unless you plug her into your computer. That shouldn't be a worry. Yeah, you don't strike me as the type addicted to social media. No. 
So, was that really... That was Bloody Mary. My mistake. One of them. Mary is one of the reasons I don't directly involve myself in human affairs any longer. I see things, but I can only act with the information that I have. I heard that you can see the future. I see pieces of what may come. Rarely the whole of it. So all those years ago, what made you go after Mary? I do not know. There was something about her spirit that cried out to me. I tried to help her, but she rejected me. Her rage was so acute, it bound her so strongly to this world, I could not break it. You trapped her? As best I could. I was not as practiced in spells like that. Perhaps I could do better now. Poor kid. Now I almost feel bad for her. Really? I did say almost. Good thing you got involved this time, huh? I didn't get involved, Mr. Cord. You did it on your own. Call me Ted, please. When I make a mistake... Mind if I give you some advice? Usually it's myself who is giving counsel. A sort of friend of mine. He lost his parents at a very young age. He's a jerk, and he's arrogant, and he's one of the best people I know. He's a hero. It's not because he's never failed. It's because he keeps trying. It was because of the fact that there were children involved. I didn't have... Thank you, Mr. Cord. Ted, you saved more lives than you realize. Sure. Want to tell Batman I did something right? He already respects you, Ted. Sure. Trust me in this. I know things. Thank you again. You ever like to get together with a computer genius? Good day, Mr. Cord. Didn't think so, but figured I'd take a shot. Ted? White King to Bishop Two. On your chessboard. Yeah? Checkmate. Um, sure. Huh. Damn. Can't believe I didn't see that coming. Thank you for stopping by, madame. I cannot stay very long, Mrs. Green. I need to get something locked up quickly. I wanted you to know some things and give you back Ashley's computer. Yes? You were right. Ashley was murdered. But not by a person. She was murdered by... There were supernatural forces involved. Dear Lord. It was no fault of your daughter's, Mrs. Green. And you may rest assured that the creature has been dealt with. No other children will die at its hands. But I can't speak to Ashley again. Speaking to the dead gives the living some comfort, but it does nothing for the dead, Mrs. Green. It only serves to disturb them. Let them rest in peace. I see. Please, forgive me for not telling you what you want to hear. Thank you for helping me. I can't pretend to understand a parent's love for their child, Mrs. Green. Maybe one day you'll have a child of your own? I believe that's a love I won't experience. 
That's a shame. It's the only thing in life that's pure. No, Mrs. Green. All emotions are pure. They just are not all kind. Think of regret. Nothing is so destructive as regret, especially when it's pure. Good day, Mrs. Green. And if you need anything, please don't hesitate to call on me. My door is always open to those in need. You've been listening to Madame Xanadu by Don't Sue Us, Please. Written by John Petrie. Directed by Kelly Monroe Johnston. Music and sound design by Josh Wilson. Creative producer, Nora Barbow. Producer, Matthew Klein. This episode features the vocal talents of Christine Seisler, Leslie Lewis, Stephanie Lavadera, Alejandra Venancio, and Chad Shevland. For more content, you can find us on all podcasting platforms at Don't Sue Us, Please. We post new content every Friday. Don't Sue Us, Please is brought to you by listeners like you subscribing to us on Patreon. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the superhero podcast. Finally, go give us a follow on social media. We're on all platforms at the superhero podcast. Thanks for listening.